Let the words of my lips and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Fifty years. As one of the actors said on Friday night, we are now middle-aged. How does it feel? Some of y'all have been here for a week or two, some for that entire 50 years, and it is a beautiful thing to be gathered together to celebrate on this morning. I think I'm still in shock from Friday night <laughs> of a parish hall filled with people wall to wall, eyes entirely fixed on five voices and two musicians telling a story. You could hear a pin drop. <clears throat> Almost all of the phones were put away, except for a few people who wanted to record part of the story. <clears throat> story. The story of this community had utterly drawn in the entire room. My guess, about 450 people transfixed on how God has been at work for 50, feet, 50 years in this place through this place, through the people that have been a part of this community, and through each of you. And if you miss Friday, I look forward to sharing a recording of that performance so that you can have an opportunity to witness the same as well. There were some notable moments left out of the play, of Barry Bamberg's horse leaving the stables and jumping a fence to cross Overton and interrupt Doug, mid-sentence mid of a sermon. I'm waiting for that moment this morning. And you all thought the trees and squirrels and the water tower were something to see out of the windows. Or when Russell had to correct Martha Joe on her pronunciation one service. If you didn't know this, naked and naked mean two different things. And as Russell said, one was good and the other was acceptable. Um, today is not just about looking back and giving thanks. Yes, we do that. We tell stories. There are pictures and photo albums in the chapel for you to peruse today. No, today is ultimately about the reminder that we are called to make Christ known. For 50 years that has happened. From the anonymous note left on the altar in December of 1973 that read, The only ray of sunshine through the dark clouds of this moment is the warmth I feel at St. Stephen's. The people are so refreshing. The discussion makes me feel warm. Tisakan Uk, whose family escaped from Cambodia and spent time in a camp in Thailand and Philippines before the diocese, helped to bring them from Birmingham. And Bandel's father wrote, before we came here, we knew there was a God, but now we know his name. I'm glad you're here to witness. Yes. To Friday night when I was thanking someone who had dedicated hours and hours and weeks of time to making Friday night so special. And this person shared how meaningful it was to give back because this place is the first church they've experienced 
that has modeled Christ's unconditional love and received this person for exactly who they are. And it's that love that has let them share their gifts to breathe life and creativity and purpose into community and to extend God's unconditional love through story. Friends, that's what happens when we love. And this place is a testament to Jesus' unconditional love. And this weekend is a celebration of joy because the love that we have received from God has been shared. We couldn't have a better gospel for today. It's the lesson appointed for the seventh Sunday after Easter, and Jesus is looking up to heaven. He knows that it's time for him to leave his disciples. He's about to be betrayed and arrested, and he prays that the disciples will continue on. He prays that they will receive the truth that the disciples will be glorified so that they may be one. He says that we may be one. He's getting ready to leave, and yet it's a hopeful story, not a sad story. I'm struck that there are two different things that happen in the text. Jesus entrusts the disciples with the story. This is not um, something that stands alone in John's gospel. It happens in in Matthew, at the end of Matthew, in the 28th chapter. Jesus came and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. A very similar sentiment to what we hear in John's gospel today. The second is this promise to be with them always. This is our theology of the incarnation. That Jesus is here with us and we have been entrusted with story. We do not carry it alone. For 50 years, everyone who has walked through the doors or wandered into the parking lot has been welcomed and loved. We've started medical clinics for the neighborhood, built houses in Mexico, supported schools in Haiti. We've painted Birmingham, cleaned up rivers, raised roofs, packaged meals to alleviate hunger, supported food pantries, led spirit-filled weekends in a correctional facility. We've studied scripture, put on plays, invited lecturers and preachers from around the world to teach us, to inspire us. And we've glorified God in a parking lot. We've blessed babies and children. We've blessed couples and relationships. We've blessed costumes, bees, and solar panels. And we share God's blessing with all those who've needed that encouragement. I'm drawn back to that note from December of 1973. It'd be foolish to acknowledge that many people could say the same today, that there's a ray of sunshine when we gather faithfully to share God's love that breaks through the dark clouds of this day. There is a warmth, the people are refreshing. But this is only true because as disciples of the living God, 
we've been entrusted with a story. And we have continued to make Christ known in this world. And when we share that story, we don't just do so with the promise that Christ is with us. We actually become one with Christ, too. As Jesus said, Now I am no longer in this world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. Today we give thanks for our history but only so that it compels us farther into this world. That the lives of those that have gone before us, the stories that have inspired us, may they continue to shape our lives in ministry so that God's redeeming love until the end of ages is always shared until we are all made one. Amen.